Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everyone. Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio, and I am truly excited about today's interview because it is going to be with Nick Friedman, the president and co-founder of College Hunks, Hauling Junk, the largest and fastest-growing junk removal and local moving franchise opportunity in North America. And what makes me excited about interviewing Nick today is because I, I just heard about this story, and I wrote about it in a blog, I'm going to guess maybe two years or so ago, and it's an amazing customer service story that I refer to as the human bench. See, every once in a while, a company has an opportunity to create an over-the-top experience uh, of customer service, and they don't happen every day. That's why I believe that delivering great service is about being a little bit better than average all of the time with special opportunities every once in a while to step up. That's when there's a complaint, a problem, or just a great opportunity to create what I call that moment of magic. So Cesar Alarios is a student who was at the Art Institute of Florida, and he was working part-time for College Hunks Moving and Hauling. And as I mentioned, uh, they do trash pickup, they, they do local moving, and, and a little bit more than that, but all tied to the moving industry. So the short version of the story is that Cesar was working a move in an assisted living facility and he was in the elevator with an elderly woman when the elevator broke down was stuck in between floors and they couldn't open the door and the woman mentioned to Cesar that uh, she couldn't stand for an extended period of time and she needed to sit well obviously in the elevator the only place to sit was on the floor and Cesar did not want this woman to sit on the floor so what he did is he bent over on his hands and knees And he let her sit on his back until the elevator was fixed, which was about 30 or so minutes later. Now, this blows me away. But when I talked to Nick Friedman originally about this story, he said, and this is his exact words, I thought this was a great example of old-fashioned service and helping your fellow neighbor. Our company mission is to move the world, both literally and emotionally. And this is a perfect example of a brand coming to life. Unquote. So that's what our interview is going to be about today. We're going to learn about Nick, his company, his amazing brand promise, which I think you're going to love. So don't go away. This is an outstanding episode of Amazing Business Radio. We'll be right back. If customer service is the new marketing and content marketing is one of the hottest marketing trends, then it makes sense that your customer service and experience strategy would include a content marketing strategy. Delivering relevant content, not blatant promotional content, is part of the value that you can bring to your customers. You can become an influential voice in your industry, which creates more leads, loyalty, and brand recognition. And that's where PowerPost comes in. This solution will help you be more organized and efficient in the way you publish and post content to social channels, websites, blogs, email, and more. And the team at PowerPost can provide consultation and services to help your brand evolve into a modern-day marketer. Turn your company into a publishing machine that adds value to your customer's experience. Learn more at www.powerpost.com. Digital. That's www.powerpost.digital. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Shep Hyken here back on Amazing Business Radio, and I promise you we'll be speaking with Nick Friedman. 
As mentioned, the president and co-founder of College Hunks Hauling Junk, and they are the largest and fastest-growing junk removal and local moving franchise uh, in North America. Nick started this business in college with his buddy, uh, childhood best friend, are you ready for this, in a beat-up cargo van. Isn't that how all great businesses start? In a dingy office in the second bedroom, and in this case, a beat-up cargo van. And uh, at this point, it's grown to over 100 franchises nationwide. And he's since been named among the top 30 entrepreneurs in America under 30 by Inc. Magazine and uh, was named, are you ready for this, on the same list as Mark Zuckerberg as one of the 30 most influential CEOs under 30. And that is, I'll just put it in the vernacular, freaking impressive. You, You and Mark on the same list in the same sentence. So welcome, Nick, to Amazing Business Radio. Thank you, Chef. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be here. Yeah, I, I like to joke with my friends when I when I tell them that uh, that that piece that it reminds me of these Stephanie Street songs uh, where it was one of these things is not like the other one. I think there was probably a few zeros, uh, <laughs> you know, mi- missing from our balance sheet compared to to Mark Zuckerberg. But but needless to say, it was it was you know we were humbled and honored to be uh, included in that list. I think that's pretty cool, and and I wouldn't even worry about the zeros. He can't that's use right, all that money right. anyway, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so much to talk about, and uh, I love the idea that you started in a cargo van, an old beat-up cargo van with your childhood best friend, and are you still great friends with your partner? We are. Uh, Omar and I actually met in high school. We actually met in detention, of all places. <laughs> uh, so we, <laughs> we weren't the best uh, students in, in high school, but uh, the summer before our senior year of college, we were home for vacation. And his mom had this beat up cargo van from her furniture store. And she said, you know what, why don't you guys do something with the van this summer? And so we, you know, came up with a catchy name, College Hunk Falling Junk. We put it on flyers. The phone started ringing. So that was really the light bulb moment for me. And uh, we went back to school our senior year. We ended up writing a business plan competition. It won an entrepreneurship. Uh, uh, Actually, we wrote a business plan, entered into an entrepreneurship competition. It won first prize. Give us a little more confidence in the idea, and so then we graduated and started the business full scale. And, and you're absolutely right; we, we've been best friends ever since, uh, which is rare. A lot of people start businesses with their friends or family, and and either the business fails as a result, or the friendship fails, or both. But we've been able to to maintain the friendship and the business partnership ever since. So, what's the secret? I mean, you you probably uh, do you talk to each other during the day? <laughs> <laughs> or do you have separate responsibilities where you really, you know, say, hey, this is your area, this is my area, let's not cross over? What's the secret? Sure. So when we first started, there was certainly a lot of overlap. We were just kind of, you know, trying to tackle all the tasks and wear all the hats in the business simultaneously. I think the long-term secret to our success as a partnership has been that our vision and our values have always been in alignment, and we do communicate pretty regularly and, and pretty openly and, and candidly, quite frankly. So, you know, the vision is in alignment, meaning where we have always wanted to take the business has always been uh, really we've been on the same page, and our core values as an organization we've always uh, shared uh, collectively. Uh, and, and then, you know, anytime we do disagree about how we're going to get somewhere or how we're going to accomplish something, uh, we, we hash it out, we have a discussion, and you know, we make a decision and we commit to it, even if one of us doesn't necessarily fully agree one way or the other. So, uh, you know, it's, at times it, it puts strains on the friendship. You know, you, you hang out in a social setting and all you want to talk about is work and, you you know, you're at work and, and, and you know, you, you don't feel like socializing sometimes. So 
it, that you know that that just takes uh, you know a focus on on recognizing the importance of the relationship. But the other thing is uh, we've found that we do have differing personalities and different skill sets. I like to describe my business partner Omar as kind of the uh, you know he was the first guy to go out and get an iPhone when they first came out, and I was probably the last guy to get rid of his BlackBerry. So I'm I'm a little bit more you know uh, OCD. You know, nothing bolts, uh, you know, conservative, uh, a little more risk averse. Omar is a little bit more, uh, you know, ready, fire, aim, uh, you know, entrepreneurial, visionary. And, and so we've been able to try to, you know, complement each other's skill sets that way as well. I think that works real well. So you mentioned that you're in, in alignment with the vision, but uh, let's jump right into something very customer focused and customer service focused, which is your brand promise. Uh, you actually have a very cool uh, acronym, and I know you call yourselves College Hunks. And by the way, uh, when I think of College Hunks moving and hauling, I think of, you know, good looking guys, you know, the women look at these guys and I want them moving my furniture. <laughs> can you, can you move that one too? Can you bend over and pick up that, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, heavy flower pot for, Oh, can I help you with that? You know, <laughs> whatever. I think that, you know, that there's this image I conjure up, which by the way is a fun, playful image. And I, I love it. And you know what? It's kind of cool. Um, I, I don't want to be sexist here, but usually, um, you know, when somebody's trying to, do some type of advertising and marketing, they're not using a guy to attract the audience. Uh, they're usually trying to put some very attractive woman up there. And I think it's great that you're exploiting the other sex. It's not done <laughs> enough. And, and I think it also is working in your, in your favor. Now, I don't know if I'm going to get myself in trouble for saying this, but anyway, I applaud you for the equal opportunity. Good-looking men should get their place in marketing as well. So let's talk about your, your uh, brand promise, Hunks. Sure. So, so you actually touched on a, a few things that, that I think are, are, are worth uh, addressing. So when we first started, obviously, we, we were the guys in college, and we weren't very modest at the time. We called ourselves college hunk calling junk. We, we thought it was just a catchy way to make the phone ring, uh, and, and it was. I mean, it's kind of a pattern interrupt. It, it's not what people typically associate with, with junk haulers or movers. They're not picturing a clean-cut, you know, collegiate image. They're, they're typically maybe, you know, picturing the, the cigar chomping, you know, five o'clock shadow, you know, mud tracking uh, a mover or, or junk removal guy. So uh, we wanted to try to create a little bit of a, a unique brand image uh, first and foremost. Uh, but we did not want it to just be about, you know, uh, uh, you know, strong, good looking young men, which is what a typical definition of, of hunks might be, because A, uh, we didn't want it to, it to be too shallow of a, of a, of a brand promise. And B, uh, it would be certainly, I think, very difficult to scale to the size that we are now with, you know, thousands of employees and, and hundreds of franchise owners, uh, if, if that was our sole uh, hiring criteria. So what mm -hmm. we did was we came up, we came up with an acronym for hunks uh, to really redefine and, and I guess you could say open up the, the definition a little bit. And hunks in our company stands for honest, uniformed, nice, knowledgeable service. And, and that ultimately is our brand promise. So, uh, while there may be a, a broad component to it, uh, the brain and the service aptitude and, and the friendliness uh, and the uniformed and, and the uh, pr you know preparedness of, of the job, uh, those are equally important. And, and that's so we're kind of redefining and, and looking to own uh, the term hunks uh, when it comes to uh, to moving and junk removal. And, and you did make actually another good point. You know, when it comes to a home service, which is what we're, we're the industry we're in, uh, the female is. 85% of the time, the household decision maker. Uh, 
so, you know, certainly, uh, you know, doesn't hurt to, to have, you know, a collegiate, clean-cut uh, young man come in to do the work. But ultimately, the emotions that matter in our industry, or I think any really service industry, especially where a stranger is coming into the home, uh, what matters is trust and care. Those are really the two biggest emotions uh, that, the, uh, that the homeowner uh, it, it, you know, matters to them when they're hiring a stranger to come into their home. So, you know, can they trust this this organization, and does the organization care? So that's why honest uh, is, is the, the H for hunks, and, and of course, you know, the uniform, nice, knowledgeable service shows that we care uh, about what uh, you know what they're dealing with. So right. uh, that's how we that's how we came up with the brand promise over the years, and, and that's really what we're providing to people is that stress free experience. Right, and I love it. And by the way, everything you've mentioned could apply to the moving business, to a company in retail, to a company in manufacturing. Virtually any industry, any company could latch on to what your uh, brand promise is all about. Now, when you and I first met, the S stood for something different than it does today. Today, you mentioned S is for service. Back then, mm-hmm. I believe you mentioned to me S is for student. Is that right? Yeah. That is correct. And, and so what we decided was, you know, we've already got college in the name with college hunk. So we don't need to repeat ourselves by, by using the S for students. And we really, you know, we're a service organization. We want to be service focused as far as, uh, you know, the, 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 the client experience because, you know, we're, we're a transactional business. We're not a subscription business. So we rely so heavily what I like to call the three R's repeat, referral, and reputation. Uh, which is, you know, repeat using our service again, referring us, you know, referring to our friends and neighbor, their friends and neighbors, and reputation, you know, online reputation today is, is so critical. Uh, and so we, we really decided to, you know, let's change the F that used to stand for students since we've already got college hunts in our name. Let's make that stand for service. I love it. And I think that's something that everyone wants. And, and a couple of other things. Everybody wants honesty. If you put it right up there that, hey, we're honest, and somebody goes, social proof is to go on and look at the different review sites, and they'll see your reviews. They're really, really, really good, and that's something to be proud of. Uniform shows that you're professional, uh, nice. And by the way, I'll add, nice is important, but every company who provides good customer service is usually a nice company. The ones that take it to the next level go for the K in your hunks, and that's knowledgeable. Knowledgeable allows you to answer questions, know what's going on, know, in your case, the right way to pack, the best way to move things. You know, there's safety involved, and, of course, S is for service. So love what you're doing with the acronym. You know, what we're going to do is take a really short break, and when we come back, what I, I, I did in our introduction, the monologue that I typically do before every interview, is I share the story of the human bench. And I know you've got some other stories that you should you would share with us. So I want to hear one or two of those. And I also want to talk about how you how you train and and create this value based company. Uh, you train great people to fall into what your ideals are, and I think that's outstanding. And uh, let's come back. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about more, of course. We've got lots of time. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on Amazing Business Radio. You're listening to me interviewing the amazing and uh, the hunk, Nick Friedman, (laughs) president and co-founder of College Hunks, hauling junk, and there is lessons to be learned here from everyone. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Chef Hyken here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world-class 
customer service training at your fingertips online 24 7 365 days a year just go to www.shepondemand.com once again that's shepondemand.com and remember always be amazing this is amazing business radio with shep hyken we're back on amazing business radio talking with nick friedman and I want to know some more of these amazing stories that are out there. I know I love the story about the human bench where the gentleman actually got on his hands and knees in a dirty elevator and let this woman sit on his back as they rode down or as they were stuck in an elevator until it finally uh, was able to get started again, go down to the bottom floor and open up. And gosh, there she was feeling good. What a guy. What, what other amazing stories are out there? I'm sure you've got plenty of them, but let's let's do one or two of them. Yeah, and, and you know, the, the, the story you mentioned there about the, the elevator, you know, it's like one of those things you can't put in an operations manual. What do you do if you're stuck in an el- elevator with, with an elderly <laughs> woman and, and, you know, she has trouble standing, right? It, it, you know, it's got to be ingrained in your hiring practices and your training practices and your culture that you're going to hire these these, you know, uh, uh, service-oriented, service-focused individuals. Uh, we had another story, actually, also at an assisted living facility uh, in St. Louis, uh, where, where I believe you're from. That's uh, where Jeff, I live, yeah, a, uh, St. Louis. We, we, we had a young man uh, uh, who uh, played piano and, and, and was able to sing, and there was a piano in the middle of the, you know, big common area of the assisted living facility. So he sat down and, you know, played this beautiful rendition of, of John Legend's uh, uh, ordinary people and uh, was just mesmerizing the, the local residents of the assisted living facility and, and it was actually ca- captured on video and just put on social media and you know just went viral it was just a really sort of sweet touching moment and you know not something you would typically associate with with a guy who's you know moving furniture right right um, I love this so you know I didn't you know what I I know you didn't send that video to me I saw that video I, you know, and I probably realized it was your company, but at the time I wasn't thinking about, you know, having you on the show. So I remember that. How long? That was within the last year, maybe within the last yeah. few months. Yeah, I would say it was probably about a year, a year and a half ago. Okay, wow, yeah. yeah. That is a great yeah. story. And that's a, and by the way, uh, nowhere in your operations manual, in your training, do you tell people, hey, if you happen to see a piano, sit down and play a John Legend song. The people will love it. <laughs> It'll make exactly. your ratings go through the roof. No, you don't teach it. And I love what you said. This is the key. Everybody listening, you hire people where they understand it. It's inherent. They they get it. Uh, and that's why if you hire the right people with the right personalities and the right background. I mean, this obviously – Playing piano is something you learn as a kid. But the idea to sit down and entertain the residents, the idea of helping a woman out and getting on your hands and knees, that's just something you are, you're not, you know, you're not like all of a sudden, hey, this is how you do it. No, your parents probably taught you to do the right thing when you were a kid, and that's what you grow up to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, uh, a couple things that we do in addition uh, to obviously to, to trying to hire the right people. And by the way, uh, I, one of the tips I picked up from a, a local community bank that, that, you know, really focuses on client experience is they said, you know, when you're hiring, one of the first things you look for is, is, is the applicant smiling at a resting state. Is, is, is that individual, he or mm-hmm, she sort of right. have, a, have a generally, you know, positive disposition? Because if they've got a sour look 
during the interview, chances are they're going to look sour in front of the customer, and that's you know that's going to be the perception or the impression that the client has of, of your brand or, or your service. Uh, so that's actually one of the things we look for in recruiting. But you know, we also really make it a big emphasis as, as far as our training and onboarding and and really our company culture. So. Uh, and I'll be honest, Chip, I, you know, you, you've been a great influence on us and our company. You know, I've, I've seen your talk years ago when, when I was first, you know, when we first were getting our business going and maybe only had one or two locations. So, we, you know, after, you know, seeing you talk about, you know, the, the, the moments of uh, magic versus the moments of, you know, misery and those sorts of things, we, we you know, really started designing our, our client experience and making that a training process for our uh, frontline employees where, uh, we help, you know, these 18 to 25 year olds who are mostly the ones we're hiring, you know, you tell them to provide good customer service. They think they know what that means, but they may not have stayed at a five star hotel or they may not have eaten at a five star restaurant, which is where most of our customers are staying and eating. So uh, we try to really design and, and help them understand what is the client expectations? You know, what are we things that they might be upset about if we fall short of those expectations? You know, what are things we're doing 100% of the time? And what are things we can do to go above and beyond uh, to really make them say, wow. So we, we sort of celebrate uh, the, the testimonials. We recognize our guys when they get a good online review that mentions them by name. Uh, and, and it just sort of uh, becomes a nice snowball effect where everybody in the organization, you know, wants to make the client happy. And I love it all that. boils yep. yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, it all boils down to what? I was going to say it all, all, it all boils down or boils up to our company purpose, uh, which we defined as uh, move the world. And, and so our, you know, we're a moving company, so it's got kind of a literal meaning. But really what we mean by that is we want to move people emotionally in a positive way, uh, even if it's something as, as little as playing piano at a assisted living facility or, you know, taking out the trash at the end of a move job for the customer so they don't have to do it themselves. Uh, we, we want to celebrate those sort of little wins, those little victories, and everybody in the organization, you know, shares that common purpose of, of making a positive impact and, and making a, you know, an emotional impact. And so uh, the more we celebrate and share those stories, the more it comes be ingrained in our DNA where everybody just uh, recognizes that this is how we conduct ourselves. And it's showing in our customer reviews. We actually uh, did a net promoter score test over the past year, and, and our net promoter score was, was greater than, uh, Amazon, uh, Apple, Starbucks, you know, some of these world-class brands, uh, Southwest Airlines, you know, these world-class service brands. Um, and we've even had customers, you know, compare our, our service to a Disney-like experience. And, you know, we, we both know that moving in, in Disney don't typically, you know, uh, get mentioned in, in the same breath. So right. you know, it, it, it just... It gets part of our culture, and so we, we get everybody to, to just rally rally behind that. Wow. And so in less than 30 minutes, we've now mentioned Disney and <laughs> and your company in the same sentence and Mark Zuckerberg and you in the same sentence. <laughs> you're, you're hanging around That's the right, right people. So two right. or three things, and I want to get back in just a moment to the concept of how you're hiring and training an 18-year-old to understand what good service is when they probably haven't experienced what – other people, the customers, believe good service to be. I want to come back to that in a second. I just want to emphasize a point that we heard here. You kept using the word celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. I love that. Many times, companies bring everybody together and use use what happens that goes wrong as training and what to avoid. And by the way, you need to do that. There's no doubt. But I love, and it sounds to me like you've tipped the scale in favor of teaching how to do right versus the inherent obvious of what's wrong. When a company gets a letter saying, I'm unhappy, 
they open it up, they read it, they go to the employee or the group of employees and the managers, and they talk about what can we do to eliminate this. It sounds to me like you also, when you get these accolade letters, which probably you get, if not far more, basically almost all accolade-type letters and reviews, you sit down and you say, I love this, congratulations. What can we do to make more of this happen? And uh, I love the concept of more versus avoidance. So that's something I want to emphasize. But I want to get back to you and how you are training some 18-year-old kid that this may be his first real big job, summer job, that he or she may never have had or ever have had. And uh, what are you doing to train these folks? Sure. So uh, one of the first things we do when we hire uh, a frontline team member is we show them the uh, we show them a, a YouTube video we created called Every Move Matters. And so uh, if, if you go on YouTube and search college on Every Move Matters, uh, you know, it's a minute and a half, two-minute video. And, and really what it is intended to do is to uh, create a level of empathy uh, from our frontline team members to understand that, you know, many of the people, if not most of the people who are calling us out to perform service, uh, it's not just about moving their house or hauling their junk away, but they may be dealing with a pretty emotional uh, situation, whether it was a death in the family, a divorce, uh, a downsize, uh, you know, real people dealing with real things. And so we wanted, we wanted to make it very clear to our team members that we're not just moving people's stuff, but we're actually, you know, moving people emotionally. And, and that's the job that they're signing up for. They're not signing up to just be uh, guys who, who load a truck and, and drive away. Uh, so, so it starts with that introduction. Uh, we do uh, what we call role practice uh, with, with our guys where, uh, we we uh, simulate the client interaction, the client experience, and we uh, make sure we hit on uh, certain expectations that the clients have. You know, uh, a handshake, eye contact, a smile as part of the greeting, uh, sweeping up, uh, you know, doing a walkthrough at the end of the job to make sure that everything uh, was completed accurately. Uh, we actually have our guys uh, write handwritten postcards after they complete a move or a junk haul, and, and you know just to kind of set themselves apart uh, to, to the client. Because my guess is most of the movers or haulers those clients have hired previously didn't you know write them a handwritten postcard. And believe it or not, even that has to be trained. Uh, the first time we handed our, our guys postcards, they had never written one before, so they just wrote across the whole back of the card and didn't leave any, <laughs> any you know space for the email, uh, <laughs> email, text messaging. What is this thing? Right. With the, what's this thing you got to lick and put on the corner? I've never seen that before. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and, and of course, our clients, you know, they come from that, you know, that that, that you know era of life where you know that was commonplace, but it's becoming less and less so. So then to receive it from a, a, a the nice young man who moved their stuff. Uh, it, it you know it will resonate with them or they'll remember it. Uh, so those are the little things that we try to do to, to, to make it uh, ingrained from day one. And then you mentioned the, the celebrations. We actually start every single one of our daily huddles. We do a five-minute daily huddle at all of our franchise locations. Uh, every single one starts with good news, either a customer uh, or, or a team member, a uh, positive story, and then we wrap up with what we call move the world story. So that's kind of an above and beyond or or wow story that, uh, that somebody's able to share. And, you know, of course, some days, you know, it might, you might feel like, you know, the, you're the professor trying to pull something out of your students uh, if you're asking them for, for volunteers to, to, to speak up. But other days, uh, they start to, to really, uh, you see the wheels turning or they're looking for opportunities to, to share those stories. And that's really when it gets pretty exciting when you see it really starting to click and, and everybody, uh, you know, pushing the, the company forward and, and recognizing that that's, you know, that's what we do. I love it. And so a couple of points I want to make from what you've just shared with us. Number one, sharing the story. 
every Monday morning we have a lot longer than a five-minute huddle. It's usually about a 90-minute huddle. It's our Monday morning kickoff or whatever the first day of the week that I'm actually in the office because I travel quite a bit. And we always start where everybody has to provide that moment of magic that they created either for uh, one of our customers or clients, as we call them, or an internal customer, somebody that works in the office with us. So everybody gets to share their moment. Some of these moments are big. They're not, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, sitting in the elevator kind of big, but once in a while we get one that, you know, you would say, hey, that's a really, really cool thing. Doesn't ever happen. Most of them are, somebody was so happy that we returned their call in 30 minutes. Somebody was so happy that I was getting them the information out so quick compared to, uh, you know, other people that they've called. So it's not like it has to be over the top, but it does have to be better than average. And when we get people to recognize better than average is what makes companies amazing, especially when it's consistent and predictable. That's the first step. The other thing you did is you talked to us about some of the um, areas that you train in. And every one of those, with the exception of the thank you note, because I would like to say that's common sense and it should be done, but it it's not always common and nor is it even expected. So a lot of times that's a surprise, which by the way, don't lose it. It's extremely powerful. And, and uh, whether it's a handwritten note, an email, a text, depending upon how the customer likes to be uh, communicated with in general, that's my, 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 you know, suggestion. However, the true handwritten postcard or thank you note is it's not, a, I mean, there's no substitute for it, but everything else you talked about was common sense. So recently, I was working with some automotive manufacturers. J.D. Power did a study of what the best dealerships, you know, your, your most successful dealerships in the country are doing to deliver amazing service. And this is what they came up with. Number one, it was easy to make an appointment. Number two, when the customer drove in, the, the dealership was ready for them. In other words, the paperwork was already there. Number three, the work was performed in a manner uh, and done on time, and usually the dealership called to let them know the car was ready even a little bit early. Number four, when the um, customer picked it up, the car was cleaner than when it was brought in. In other words, they washed the car. That's it. Now, to me, that's so common sense, but guess what? The majority, I mean a huge majority, like 90% of the dealerships out there don't do that on a regular, consistent, ongoing basis. And what you're training your people to do are the common sense ideas that really make for great service that unfortunately aren't always as common as they should be. And and I think that's just a powerful thing that you're doing. So we're starting to run out of time. Um, I always end by asking the one thing question, and that is, uh, what's one thing you want to leave us with? What one thought that you want to reiterate or something you'd like to share that really is special about uh, College Hunks hauling junk? You know, for for us, uh, we we pride ourselves on being purpose-driven, values-based, and socially conscious. And uh, it doesn't cost a lot of money uh, to to be those things and and to be an organization that that matters, that's not just successful, but also significant. And, and, and it also, I think, makes a big difference for, for your customers and also equally important, if not more important, for your employees and, in our case, our franchise owners. Uh, it creates a level of loyalty, passion, uh, commitment, and, uh, you know, dedication that ultimately is going to drive the business results. So no matter what business 
that you that you may be in, uh, if if you put a focus on the client experience uh, and you 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 know help make that part of your culture with your employees and you celebrate it and you help them realize how uh, how that matters uh, to them and why that matters to them, uh, you're going to see a lot of results in the business. And so I, I'm I'm a firm believer that we wouldn't be where we are if it hadn't been for for that emphasis uh, on on the experience uh, side of things. Well, I couldn't agree more. And by the way, you are living proof. And your company is living proof that, and you are living everything that we believe in here uh, at Amazing Business Radio. This is why we have people like you on the show. And I think I want to reiterate purpose driven, values based, socially conscious. It doesn't cost a lot of money to do it, it's a mindset. And very, very few companies look at all three of those and can do it. It is so obvious, Nick, that you're passionate about what you're doing, you love what you're doing. Um, I know I've met Omar briefly. And I know he feels the same way. You guys are in, in true alignment. And, you know, you're doing amazing things. So keep doing it. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing, Chef, because you're, you're, you're one of the inspirations to us. So well, keep, well, thank keep up you. the great work on your end. Thank I appreciate you. that. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. You've been uh, just experiencing another amazing interview. Nick Friedman, president and co-founder of College Hunks Hauling Junk. Uh, Nick, again, thanks so much. Everybody, thanks for listening. This is Chef Hyken on Amazing Business Radio, reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.